Hello, all great and faithful listeners. This week, we'll be discussing news, updates, and all the other nonsense that comes from those conversations. Enjoy. This is show 340 for the week of September 6, 2015. You're listening to The Mouse Moment. Find us at themousemoment.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. everybody on this show we're gonna have adam roy and me and we're talking news and updates before we get into that uh let's say hi to the guys how you doing guys hey we're doing well well i'm i'm doing well adam how you doing not too shabby a little tired but that's all right it's the end of another great week right looking forward to sleeping in tomorrow oh are you okay yeah Kids will be well, sure to wake you up then i'm gonna give yeah, them exactly I'm gonna, sleeping in. yeah relevant. they've got the uh, they've got the doug app I'm gonna have. I'm gonna wake him up at about 4:30 and tell him to go in there and get you. Nice. To, to tell him they want some breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, I'll drive by and honk the horn on my way to practice. Ah. There we go. <laughs> no, we're up about two hours before that, Roy. So. Oh. Oh, okay. Never mind. Well, we're lucky. We're lucky if they if they sleep when this until the sun comes up. So you know. Oh, I see. All right. I have to ask you guys just right out of the shoot here. Are you are you ready for your football season? I'm ready. Yes, definitely. Okay. The Browns are tied for first place. <laughs> oh, t- and this is as close as they're going to get the entire season. Best time Stop of year. it. Best time it, of year. This is as good as it gets right here. Oh, it wait, could be. Second, the, second the, best time of year. I think that really the Cubs have a better chance of making it to the Super Bowl than the Browns. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's a joke. <laughs> Yeah, anyway. Cubs aren't even a football Yes, team. exactly, exactly. <laughs> yes, okay. But I'm funny. That's right. That's okay. the dumbest thing I've ever heard. That's the dumbest thing. Okay. All right. Well, we're just going to uh, get into. Oh, by the way, yeah, Cameron. Cameron is running a uh, half marathon tomorrow. Disneyland. I don't know what it's called. Uh, is it a Star Wars half marathon? Does anybody know? I do marathon. I think that's what it is. It's a Star Wars half marathon, maybe. So he's running that tomorrow. We'll have some updates. If I get them before the show is mixed down and out there, then I'll throw them into the show probably in the end. So if you hear something in the end, then great. If not, then that means Cameron either died on the course or he didn't send anything to me. So mm. either way, good luck, Cameron. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Go, we're get gonna... <laughs> Go get him. Go get him, killer. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so we're going to start that start out talking about the uh, Skipper's Cantina. And uh, what that is, is that's a new restaurant that's going into Adventureland, and it's going to be themed after, after the uh, uh, Jungle Cruise. And so I guess we went through this a little bit before, I think, uh, uh, that it's going to be – I think it's broken down into four or five different rooms. One of them is sounds – a lot like the uh, Adventurers Club. So mm-hmm. I'm hearing that's going to open late near the end of this year. I got to believe they'll have it open before the holidays. Yeah, it sounds like it. it. It sounds like a really, really great place. I'm I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's a great a great theme, a great idea, and a, a nice, nice way to tie things into the ride. And uh, I think it's going to be a very enjoyable stopping point. 
on our next trip. Well, I hope to be there in January. So if I make it and it's open, uh, I well, if I make it, I'm, I'm probably going to try to set up reservations ahead of time and uh, and see if we can get in there. Yeah, I think the place sounds like a blast. It's gonna mm-hmm. it's gonna kind of. Uh, I think it's everything that's going on with Jungle Cruise is kind of kind of maybe create a new vibe around that. Maybe yeah, put some yeah. horsepower back behind it again, so everybody actually gets back on the ride and enjoys it. That includes me. So, what do, well, what do you forget, think, Adam? I was just gonna say you you said a new vibe. Well, I was thinking, didn't they announce a movie? Yeah, with the, the Rock movie. Yep. Yeah, with I'm, the rocks. So. And oddly enough, I, I'm very excited for that movie. Yeah. So now you guys keep saying. The Jungle Cruise, but that's a Jungle Book movie, isn't it? No, The Jungle Cruise. He's oh, sure. yeah. Um, the they have a Jungle Book movie coming out with Bill Murray in it, a live action movie for that. Not live action. I, I'm sorry. I think I thought The Rock was in that. No, no, that's that is uh, Bill Murray. The Rock is going to be in the upcoming filming of the Jungle Cruise movie. Okay. Yeah, hmm. yeah, it is. Okay. okay. That sounds like fun, don't you think? That sounds like a fun movie. Do you like sure. do you like any of his stuff? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's fun. I think he's fun when he does those kind of movies. So uh-huh. I'm kind of looking forward to it. So so anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to the movie and to the and maybe who knows I'll get back on the ride again and enjoy it. Uh, yeah. Let's see here. Okay. Next, Fast Pass editions have been added to uh, Food and Wine. Uh, Fast Pass Plus is available for this year's Eat to the Beat concerts. That is not the cover band concerts. Those are the concerts where the uh, old guys come out who should have been mothballed, some of them by now. I shouldn't say that because actually some of these bands I enjoy that are coming there. Uh, Dennis DeYoung from Styx is one of them. Anyway, so what this does is uh, this is a tier one choice off of your pass. And that means instead of choosing Soren or um, Illuminations, private viewing area or test track you are choosing to see one of these concerts and get to sit in that area. So for some that may not really be worth it, but uh, if it's a band or something that you've been wanting to see, it can be hard to get into that place. I mean, there are people that sit for two hours before the show even starts outside of the gates waiting to kind of get in. I mean, that's all we've always done, like the dining packages for uh, the Christmas show or even Vantasmic. It makes sense because you don't really want to spend that much time just standing in one place right and if, let's face it if you want to do test track and soren get there early in the morning ride them yeah ride some other stuff hang around for a little while go back and come back in the evening for your reserved seat for the show yeah especially with especially this time of year I mean, well, right now. I mean, I don't know when. Yeah, right well, now. I guess food and wine hasn't started yet. But uh, uh, do you, I asked you guys this on the last show. Have you watched any Periscope stuff from the parks? Um, not real recently. I saw a little thing this morning, or actually this afternoon, from from downtown Disney. Well, I'm telling you, I see people periscoping constantly. Mm-hmm. From the park. So if there's anything you want to see, it's going in in the parks. It just seems like if you're following enough people, they're there and they're filming. Yeah. I mean, they're shooting live mm-hmm. stuff all the time. I mean, right now, I just had three people. I saw their uh, Periscope, uh, whatever, notifications that they're all watching uh, Illuminations. Well, I should mm-hmm. say three watching Illuminations, one watching Wishes. So take your pick. Uh-huh. Be cool at some point then, Adam, even if you can't make it right away. Or if I can't or Roy can't, we can see Rivers of Light because you darn well know somebody is going to broadcast it from there. Mm-hmm. So sure. it's great. It's great. It's And the, 
I don't know how much of it you've watched with Periscope, but it's extremely clear, not a lot right. of problems, things like that. So I've enjoyed it. And then the the film feed of what they do is good for 24 hours unless they're doing this other place, this thing called Catch, K-A-T-C-H. And usually they'll give you their address if they're doing that. And what it is is it captures it and holds it indefinitely. Mm. So you can go cool. and you can watch their stuff at any point. So a lot of good stuff going on with uh, with Periscope, and especially if you want your Disney fix here and there. All right. Next thing, uh, new to food and wine, is the 20th Festival Tasting Sampler. And it says guests will get a credential and a collectible pen that will allow you to have your choice of eight tastes of food or beverages from the marketplaces, plus priority seating at the Eat to the Beat concert. There you go. You don't need your Tier 1 to use now. Uh, the credential will also include ideas for pairing a food and drink from the marketplaces. Cost is $59. Um, we were talking a little bit before uh, we came on here, and I was watching some stuff, listening to the guys on the Diz, and they were talking about uh, there's a package above this, I think, that actually uh, I think that you get only seven. You don't even get eight of the uh, tickets for food or drink. And they give you the glass. They give you some champagne. They it kind of takes some things up to the next level, but uh, that that uh, was actually one hundred ninety nine dollars. I, oh, I know what it was too. There were tables uh, reserved in each area with uh, umbrellas, so you weren't sitting out in the sun. Oh, and you could actually sit at a table instead of eating, you know, your food off the trash can. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and so yeah, so uh, but a lot of them were saying for about the same amount of money, you could go to the food and wine classic over at uh, Swan and Dolphin, and it's all you can eat there. You just keep going back and eating away. So mm-hmm. uh, they seem to think maybe it was a better, better deal. They've done them, so I would maybe, yeah, I'll go along with what they say. I've never done either one. So, so what's what's the timeline on the the classic over at the Dolphin? Uh, I think so. it starts at like seven o'clock and lasts until midnight. But as far as dates, oh, okay, they it runs. I think it runs pretty much uh, when Food and Wine is running. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're pretty smart when it comes to that. I believe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'll, I'll have to look that up more and uh, maybe we'll talk about it on another show because I, I don't know a lot about it. So uh, anyway, OK, next thing, limited time uh, sci-fi dine-in will have breakfast. They're going to be serving breakfast over there. You know, I'm just pulling up the story. Uh, this is off the food Disney food blog. Uh, let's see here. And the limited time will be it'll run from November 1st through January 23rd. While the full menu has not been yet published on the Disney World website, a partial list states that offerings will include the following. Puff pastry with scrambled eggs, crab asparagus, I don't, gruyere cheese, don't know what that is, Uh, with roasted tomatoes, uh, grilled beef tenderloin, really? On baby spinach with bacon and Mm -hmm. cheddar custard on a roasted tomato and cheesy horseradish. Yeah, that's actually, that's, that's actually, yeah, that's pretty nice. Uh, scrambled eggs, crispy bacon, sausage links, baked potatoes, macadamia, crusted brioche, French toast with mascarpone and fresh berries. Your meal will also include breakfast pastries and a choice of appetizer entree and one non-alcoholic beverage. The price will be, this is actually not horrible, twenty three ninety nine for adults and twelve ninety nine for children. So That's not too bad. Yeah. And hey, yeah, um, while on. we're talking about food, I... I just see the dates here for the Food and Wine Classic. And it's just one weekend, October 30th and 31st. Ah, okay. 5.30 to 9. So that's the catch. Yeah, it's just a weekend. Okay. 
Well, if you happen to be there over that weekend, it sounds like the place to be. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I would I would love to check it out. Yeah, sometime. I would love to get there and check more of that out. I think that um, uh, they were talking about how could you even get your money back? The Diz guys were on the the cost of the like the hundred dollar thing, or even the uh, the seventy dollar. I mean, sorry, the sixty dollar thing uh, package. Technically, and they were talking about how many of the different stands would have something that's really over seven dollars. Mm-hmm. And I can think of the Le Cellier. They talked about the lobster, and I can't think of a whole lot more that were over seven dollars. But I haven't been to the, all of them since uh, Adam and I were there. But so, I mean, if you think about it that way, it might be kind of hard to reach that. And if you're mm-hmm. if you're you know using them on alcohol, maybe. I, I don't know. I don't drink yeah. alcohol, so I don't really know. Right. Yeah, I don't really know what, you know, uh, as far as how much that costs. Okay, let's see here. What was this called today, guys? It just went on with the, um, with the, the, this Friday, the force reckons, I don't know what it was, the shopping thing to where it went all across the country. It wasn't just in the parks. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. They like unveiled something every hour for, yeah, it was yeah, all kinds of Star Wars stuff that came something. out. Yeah. Well, okay, so the one thing that was unveiled, it was unveiled online. I know one side is. I think Adam knows the other. And that's the BB-8 thing. Uh, I'll stick this in the show notes for where you can get it. I do know the cost of it uh, was $150, and it looks just like BB-8 rolls around. You control it with your iPad, with your phone. I think with your, you can control it with your droid also. Uh they said it actually will teach itself too. It'll run into things maybe at first around your house, and then mm-hmm. it actually learns and it will pattern out as long as you're not changing the you know placement of the furniture all the time. It actually figures out where things are at, and then it won't run into them you know again. It's kind of cool. Yeah, so I thought that was pretty neat. Force Friday. Force Friday. It's called Force okay. Friday. Yep. Well, and I saw stuff coming up all day long on that, but uh, yeah, yeah, I wasn't really checking it out too much. I know, though, that that was going on. The thing that really stood out to me was the BB-8. You talked about the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, uh, I just saw that because we were talking about it at work. But um, what are those things called? It's like those those helicopters with four propellers that like you can, quad, like, quad those drones. Yeah, drones. Uh-huh. a quad, yeah. quadcopter yeah, anyway, drone. Yeah. They came out with one that's a Millennium Falcon. So, Do you remember how much <laughs> it was, or did you see a price? Uh, the, the guy at work, I didn't see it, but he said it was 90 bucks. so... Um, 90 bucks is actually cheaper than the BB-8 thing. So that's weird that, I mean, that's not bad. But the so. BB-8 thing is pretty unique. Did you look at it? I saw it. I didn't see a video of it. So it's crazy. It looks, it's not big. I think it's four inches in diameter, which makes right. it pretty yeah. small, but it looks mm-hmm. just like the BB-8 from the movie. Mm-hmm. So I don't, it looked pretty cool. I was actually surprised. I thought when I first looked at it, hell, this thing will be $500. Just because it's so unique. Yeah. He was talking also about new lightsabers they were releasing and specific characters and stuff. And he was showing me this. He's talking about this one where the handle is like around your hand. Like it's kind of like a like you're holding the handle and then around your hand outside of your handle is like part of like whatever. It's like a guard against your hand. Kind of like a real sword would have. Yeah, like a real sword. And I said, oh, that's from, uh, that's Ezra's from uh, Star Wars Rebels. And he was like, oh, Star Wars Rebels, I haven't seen that. So anyway, um, yeah, Ezra was building a lightsaber on Star Wars Rebels, and that's that was his. So anyway, they've they've incorporated Star Wars Rebels into 
that kind of stuff too. So, uh, okay. But, and, uh, tell me about the app, the shop Disney parks, Disney app, oh, yeah. Adam danger, danger, yeah, danger, danger. <laughs> yeah. They announced it and I downloaded it and I was like, well, this is kind of cool. Cause you know, they, uh, when was it a couple years ago, they announced you could buy Disney parks merchandise, official Disney parks merchandise from home on the website. Well, now they've incorporated it into, into the app. And the cool thing about the app is um, if you're in the parks and you don't want to wait to order it and pay shipping, because generally shipping's pretty high, usually, unless you're spending a lot of money. I think it's like usually 50 or 100 bucks is free shipping. But, it, you know, anyway, uh, on the app, you can look at your location and look where they're selling specific items if you, you are in the parks and you want to go there and pick up an item and it's right there on the app it shows you a map shows you where to get it um kind of cool uh not to mention it's an app so it's easier to like search and find there's categories are easier to find stuff if you're looking for certain things so in reality i, I would turn to that if i'm looking for anything merchandise in the parks first mm-hmm. um a lot quicker than having to like ask a cast member or wait until you go to your next trip. Just look for it on, on that. And, um, I, I, it's been pretty cool from what I've seen. Yeah. I, yeah. Cause there, I know there were times we've been down there that we've been looking for it. We, we've seen something. And then like a few days later, like I want to go back and get that. Where was that? Yeah. And you start asking cast members, Hey, I'm looking for this. And you're trying to describe it and they're not sure. And it would be handy to just pull that thing up and, and locate it. Well, if you think about it, it's a way of them not having their cast members tied up and answering questions like that all the time if people use yeah. it. I mean, let's face it, if you get 10% of the people that are asking that question all the time, you've saved how much time. Mm-hmm. And that's got to be exhausting for a cast member and tedious that you answer sometimes the same question. Well, all yeah, because sometimes they're, you know, they're, they're going to take the time and maybe, maybe call, call another park, call another store. You know, or get on the computer and start looking for inventory and that type of thing because they've done that for us before, where they're they're taking ten, fifteen minutes to try and solve a problem, which you appreciate. But you know, how nice would it be if we could do that on our own? Yeah, as we're as we're walking through the park. Yeah, I think it's I think it works for everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see here. Next thing: Star Wars Half Marathon on the uh, dark side. Uh, registration for the inaugural event opens uh, September 22nd of 2015. Looks like the events are going to happen uh, next year April. on April 14th through April 17th. You're going down for that, aren't uh, you, Doug? Yeah. Down. Yeah, my days of running are over. Is this, dur- <laughs> is this during the, the special event, um, whatever you call it? You know, uh, Down not- Star Wars weekends? Where they're having uh, oh yes cyberspace right. mountain or whatever it is yeah the, um I thought yeah I don't know I, I thought is Maybe that they, is that happening in Space Mountain in uh in Florida only or, or I guess it is yeah. Disneyland Disneyland I think it's Disneyland yeah. only um but okay it, but yeah you're right it is, is like they didn't announce dates for it so we don't know but what I'm guessing is. This yeah. half marathon is happening around the same time. So, well, because they're, I don't, they're, I think they're going to move away from Star Wars weekends and right. make it a whole season of what? What is it? Star I've Wars. heard it's going to be like weeks here and there that'll pop up, and they're going to have. Is it Force Awakens? Force? Uh, I forget yeah, what they're what called they, now. What they call that? Yeah, I forget, I forget now. Remember, but yeah, it was very clever. 
<laughs> I, I can't imagine that they'll get rid of the Star Wars weekends, but just extend it by using yeah, this Yeah, I think they're, they're renaming it is how I interpreted what they announced. They're renaming it and extending it. Let's face it, there too. They're going to make money off of it at the same time. It's going to continue to build the hype until, you know, 2052 when the park's done. Right. Do, so. Would you say 2052? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's close. They'll have a parking garage or something built by that time. So. <laughs> yeah. So, it I, won't be that long. No. Come on. Come on. I know. I'm just giving them a hard time. Uh, okay. Let's see here. What else do we have? Half marathon. Okay. Twitter park info account. Uh, I said, gee, I, I wanted to talk about this and now I, I got to kind of look, look through I'm trying, it. I'm trying to understand how, how this works. Okay. Enlighten me. How this, how, how this works is yeah. anybody who's on Twitter is in the park and you ask a question to the, to the tweet, you tweet this account and this is actually cast members watching this account during the day or while you're there and they respond. So if you want to know where Jasmine is and you want to go see Jasmine, they will respond. So it's just a digital cast member, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Universal is doing the exact same thing right now. Are they private yeah, it's, messages? It's called like ask at ask universal, I think. Well, it's a, it's a Twitter account. So yeah. you can do private messages, well, but I mean, mm -hmm. I've, I've seen it. People are responding. When well, think about it, if a thousand, yeah. how many people are looking at that? If they, you know, are following it. it. Yeah. yeah, they find out, everybody finds out at the same time kind of where something is or what's going mm -hmm. on or mm -hmm. what time the three o'clock parade starts or something like yeah, that. Exactly. Or the fact that there's a weather delay coming and the parade's delayed or, you know, all that kind of stuff. So. Any idea how long the turnaround is from the time a question is posed to answered? Not sure. Because that, that's, that's kind of why I asked about the private message because, I mean, you open up your Twitter feed and, and you got all kinds of stuff just popping through there and moving through. And, I mean, is there a good chance you're not even going to see the response to your question? I would say you'll see it. Yeah, I would say you'll see it. Well, they, they, they'll respond to you, so you, so you'll, you'll be able to like pinpoint it, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep, because it'll be at you, and then yeah. so if you go back okay. and look at your gotcha. stuff. So I think I think it's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, and what it does is helps the entire community kind of learn things all at the same time. Mm -hmm. So you know, as the new spires are coming up, or when the, uh, uh, you know, actually it is a way of robbing shows some in some ways like. Uh, us or actually more of the, the constant news based shows who are always talking about, hey, yeah, Rivers of Light now has been announced and it's going to come out this day. Well, people will ask that question now on the Twitter account and it will tell a bazillion people all at the same time this is when it's opening, this is how many people will see, you know, whatever. And people tend to run and I think the same themes as to their questions about something. So Here, here's an example. All right. So an hour ago, somebody tweeted, at them and asked um she she's looking to find a drink somewhere and within they responded i'm trying to look at the time frame here within five minutes they responded with the answer you may also visit trader sam's grog grotto at disney's polynesian village resort until 12 a.m so mm -hmm. and this is all public it's not a direct message mm -hmm. so. So I don't know. I guess it depends how many people are tweeting, but um, I mean it's pretty active. You can. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at it myself. So, wishing people a happy birthday and all kinds of stuff. So, I I think it's a good idea. 
I'm sure it's I'm sure it's tons of people on it. It's not just one person doing the account. Yeah. Yeah. And the word I heard was that it's not. What did they say? It wasn't. It wasn't officially. Is an official cast member group from the parks. So it's not like it's the Disney blog, parks blog mm-hmm. people, because they're actually like news people and doing breaking news things. This is actually like park operations. That's mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking about. So so obviously they're gonna know the answer pretty quickly, you know. So. It might be a good training tool for some of them too. If they're in a room, oh, yeah. yeah, they're gonna hear and know things. Cause right now a lot of times you ask a cast member and either they do know it and they they just don't answer. Or they really don't know it. And so, I don't know. I think it helps everybody in the long run to maybe kind of know what's going on in the parks. And let's face it, things are changing every minute of every day. Okay, let's see here. Uh, okay, PhotoPass, now on uh, My Disney uh, Experience. Now available. You can preview your photos, purchase Memory Maker, share, and download your photos. You'll also be able to find the locations of PhotoPass photographers in the theme parks. You guys like this idea? Yes. Yeah, I was missing out Finally. on seeing the photos on the on the app. And so, yeah, I, that's true. Yeah, you've been the most, I think, yeah, you were the most recent to do this. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I guess I think it, I never, I don't use PhotoPass that much. But uh, I know if they keep incorporating it more and more, it kind of throws a bait out there a little bit more to try and hook more people and pull them in. Yeah. And let's face it. Yeah. I, I've thought about it. I mean, what was the latest thing on the package? Wasn't it like a hundred, hundred dollars, $150 off of the memory maker? Yeah. It's like a hundred and it's like 199. Yeah. It's like 200 bucks. And if you buy ahead of time, then you save maybe right. 40 bucks now. 40. Okay. okay so they kind of changed the savings. Okay. Which they always do. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the most is 200. You pay. Okay. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, if you have a group of you and you really don't want to mess with pictures, man, it can all be done for you. Well, we, you know, we did it when we were down there with with uh, another family, and it was it was great because you know we had uh, tons of pictures, tons of ride pictures, and tons of group pictures, and even their separate pictures, and they're all they were all linked together, and we downloaded them all. So. Well, and they're, and they're also constantly updating uh, the rides that you can get videos and stuff from. Yeah. I think yeah. it's what and Tower of Terror. Yeah. 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 Make you, more. You, kind you, of work you can edit them? Is that what you said? Yeah, well, you, you put frames and, okay. you know, put little highlights on the pictures and then download those. and Crop them. Yeah. Crop you can them. Crop them. And, make them yeah. certain sizes. If you want an 8x10 or a 5x7 or a 4x3, you crop that size and then it copies it and you can copy it over. I did this on ours, but I didn't I didn't have it. I just had the regular one and I only wanted a certain one. And then you can add graphics to it. Like you can put the year, like they give you graphics to play with or a border or a frame or whatever. And um, But anyway, once you duplicate it, that's the second photo that adds to your photo because you can keep the original. So, and so Plus what- we saw we saw all yours, Roy. When you guys were doing them, yeah, you know, yeah. yes, we did. So that's cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. On, on your end, though, Roy, what's the quality of the video look like? I mean, if you're the actually right was, video, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Okay, I didn't know. I, I've only looked yeah. at it like after the fact, or you know, when you get that sample that you can look at of it and stuff like that. I yeah, so I, I thought it was pretty good. Okay, you know, it they did high, one wasn't high def or anything, but. They did one video for us, which uh, we were taking a picture in front of uh, 
Spaceship, well, behind Spaceship Earth as you're facing World Showcase. Um, we did a family picture on our most recent trip, and they made a video of us. And I'm like, what? What's this? And so I click on the video, and it's a picture, it's a video of Tinkerbell flying over Spaceship Earth and, like, you know, shaking her wand and throwing the pixie dust on us. That's cool. But, but it's just a picture because we're sitting there. So uh-huh. they basically overlaid her video on top of it and made it a video so and i could buy it if i wanted you know that's so. pretty cool that's kind of a neat thing i imagine they would do that with other things you know well so. if yeah if everything goes right and i'm down there in january there's going to be a pretty large group of us it's like the old days again adam <laughs> oh yeah yeah there'll be like 12 or get 13 in, in the motorhome yes go. they're they're bringing the motorhome i'm not doing the motorhome thing say, you're not driving again are you? no 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 i can't go through that again anyway honor couldn't take that yeah. i i can't take it <laughs> no way anyway um but uh i think i might i might look into this package because then i get everybody and i don't have to worry about taking pictures of us and right uh, so that's actually that's that's uh tempting there wasn't any kind of a AP discount or anything, was there, Roy? No, it was just a matter of buying it ahead of time before you left. Okay. Uh, outside of three days before your trip, I think, is the is the trigger to get the discount. Cool. Okay. And, you know, did we mention, too, on the last show about the new Soren? I think we did. It opens next summer, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm looking yes. forward to that. That's That should be really nice. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to be great, especially now, I think, because one theater alone will be used for just uh, uh, Fast Fast Plus. That's the word that I'm hearing. Is that what you've heard? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I thought I've, I've heard, heard, you say I've that heard too. conflicting, too. I've, I've heard now they're just going to you, you use all three as they use the two now. Mm-hmm. So, but I don't know. We'll see, see, I heard the same thing about Toy Story Mania, uh-huh. that right. one of them was going to be just for... Uh, uh, for Fast Fast Plus, and it makes sense if you think about it in some way, even if it's not the newest theater or whatever. Um, it makes sense because I, I've heard several people on Periscope, even in the past two weeks, talking about getting into the Fast Fast Plus line, and it's longer than the standby. And yeah, you think they might want to use the two theaters for the Fast Pass Plus and just use the other one for yeah standby gas. I guess you know what they're going to be able to see that probably how many people are just showing up uh-huh. as standby. And like they could always shift that around, I'm sure. So if it looks like the standby line keeps growing, uh-huh. then you could split it out to two theaters. And huh, I don't know. That's interesting. That could become a uh, management nightmare for the cast member unless they're really well trained. Yeah. But at the same time, it could also be great because you don't have people cursing at you all day long because the rides. I mean, the lines are so long. Speaking <laughs> of Toy Story, did you guys hear uh, some of the thoughts behind what's going to happen when Toy Story Land or whatever it's called gets built in terms of the Toy Story, the current Toy Story. Have you guys heard about that? No. No. So that I think that the way it would it would turn out to be is that the current Pixar Place walkway sign area, that entrance of Toy Story ends up getting blocked off. Mm-hmm. And that is not an entrance anymore to the ride. The ride entrance gets on the other end, kind of mm-hmm. where the... Um, Oh, that Backlot Express. Yeah. 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 yeah the, the Coke Spring area would be like the entrance. And then that would also be the entrance into the Toy Story land, which would be on the other side of the building which, where that the makes a lot of sense. Costume shop is and yeah. all that stuff. So on behind uh-huh. that building. You don't so, have all those people crowding, though, into that little uh, like right. bottlenecked area. Yeah. Right. That, that's actually, and then it opens it up 
if they're building other stuff down back into that back area, it opens everything up then to where you see the entrances of each attraction. And yeah, that's yep. probably, that makes sense. That's a pretty good idea. Yeah. So I don't know if that was, that was somebody's interpretation of the artwork that they, that they released and where the show building was compared to the artwork and how mm-hmm. that kind of worked out. So anyway, just, uh, okay. Um, let's see here. Last thing we have here are, uh, road work projects. And have you read up on these a lot there, Adam, or not? I just saw uh, the uh, Orlando Sentinel had a little thing on it. So it's like an official thing that they've released. But there's basically five major ones. Yeah, Uh, that's what it says. You want me to talk about them? I mean, if you don't know the roads, it's not going to be very helpful for you. But the whole point of it is, over time, um, being that the crowd attendance has increased and the magic kingdom um has you know expanded their parking lot and all this stuff now all of a sudden the traffic is becoming a problem we already knew about one of these is the uh disney springs road work and the last video i just watched was the fact that the ramp from i4 will soon i don't know how soon be uh an exit right into the orange garage which is the one that is standing mm-hmm. in disney springs right. so that and the, some of the road work around there is is one of the projects that they're working on, which everybody's, I know, going to be super pumped about that. Um, the other four, one of them, I'll just start at the top if you guys are following along. Magic Kingdom Resort Loop Flyover. Uh, this is a new flyover which will let guests visiting the Magic Kingdom skip the Magic Kingdom Toll Plaza. Uh, a fix for this intersection has been needed for some time. This should be a big help when it's done, but there may be some headaches in the meantime. Yeah, tell me, where do you think do this thing so, is going to go? Um, I mean, I haven't driven yeah, in know. through this way in so long myself, so you guys are going to have a better idea. I, I don't know. They, you know, I'm looking. I've seen some things. I'm not really clear how they're going to do it. If it's just a matter of building a road to the right somehow of or if it's that intersection that the road leads back to the campground re reworking that intersection somehow some way i think think that's what the theory is and i don't know if it's actual official stuff i was looking on uh, i forget the the name of their district reedy creek yeah creek district Mm -hmm. or whatever and they didn't have anything published on there yeah Uh, i have a hard time visualizing how what it's how it's going to look and yeah how it's going to function uh, I think it's a survey stage right now because that's what sort of sparked this stuff. So I, I don't know if anybody even knows. Maybe mm-hmm. they're designing it still. Um, so anyway, there's one of those. There's an ESPN Wide World of Sports entrance flyover uh, for the intersection of Osceola Parkway and Victory Way. Around there, there's also the Western Way expands to Avalon Road. Uh, Western Way is the back entrance to Disney World for those. Uh, residents who live on the northeast Orlando uh, area along interstate, or not interstate, but Highway 27, uh, lengthening to reach Highway 545, which is Avalon Road, to make uh, make it useful for more guests. So that's another one. And then the fourth one, or the fifth one, Center Drive Bypass. Uh, this, is, this is like the, uh, I guess this is like the back entrance that people kind of figured out eventually but mm-hmm. uh, kind of help reroute traffic so that locals back there aren't uh getting mad because there's just too much traffic well so. t- i mean now tell me does traffic back up really bad trying to get into these places 
Well, I, mean, I don't know. Every, I mean, I see people I, drive into here, and I've never seen backed up traffic. I know that that road over there, uh, like back from the Port um, Orleans and, and the and the campground area into the Magic Kingdom area, is is a little dangerous. I think they've reworked it. They've added a traffic light, but I think they're because there are, there are some accidents there from time to time. Um, so I think that may be the impetus to, to do something is to just rework that somehow. And, but again, I can't visualize how they're going to, cause you know, you, you look at, at the overhead and say you're staying at the contemporary and you drive up to the magic kingdom toll gate and you're towards the left. Well, when you, as soon as you get through that toll gate, you need to book it all the way over to the right you know, to bypass, you know, the parking lot to get on that outer road. So maybe there's something along those lines where, you know, if you're staying at the resort, you know, come to this, there might still be a cast member there checking your credentials, but it'll take you directly. You won't have to weave across lanes of traffic to get, to get to that little outer belt area. That making sense? Thing, yeah, I think it makes sense what you're talking about, but that's, that's coming in. I'm wondering, and this doesn't. This article doesn't talk about this. What are, the problem is? Like the exit, like when everybody's like mass exiting, mm-hmm. you know, that's probably another big problem. So, I imagine that that. In fact, I think I remember there were cops out on the roads, like far out into the roads when we were there, but we were we left before the fireworks were done, so there wasn't this mass exodus of cars. But man, people are like. I mean, we had to get on 192. Uh, we're leaving Magic Kingdom. We had to stay to the right to get the 192. But then mm-hmm. people would just drive, fly past you, and it's only 45, 50 there. And I, I just feel like this is going to help other things besides just getting there. Yeah. Because, you know, not everybody just drives at the same time. They're, you know, so anyway. But I don't, I don't know how long it's going to take or what it's. Yeah, know, this right. could be a long project. It could be long. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe it's just this side work that's part of the whole growth. I'm curious at some point. I'll be curious at some point to see if they come out with redesigned uh, a redesigned monorail system that'll fit on the same track, but it's redesigned maybe to carry more people to do other things. Mm -hmm. Because the monorail, the cars that they have now on that system, seems like it's becoming uh, they're becoming worn out. Uh, and I know they carry a lot of people and all that, but I just wonder sometimes if they could, if as technologies come along, uh, if they wanted to make them to where they're more autonomous than what they can get to now with software and stuff, if they actually upgraded the entire, uh, you know, the actual, the build, uh, not the building, but the vehicle itself to mm-hmm, make yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, you could make it look mm-hmm. different. You could, I, I don't know. It seems like there's a lot of stuff they could do now that we're, you know, how many how many years down the road? 50 years down the road from this park I opening? I saw a video, it was like 2007, I think, where there was a monorail guy talking about it. He said that they are 99%, 99.7% efficient. Yeah. So if that's the case, I don't know if that's something you really need to invest a whole lot of money in. I mean. But they're aging. That's the only thing that I see. Mm-hmm. Sure. So it's, it's, yeah. I mean, if they're aging and they're breaking down, yeah, that's one thing. But if they're, I don't know, if they keep up from their maintenance and 
I'm not sure. I'm not yeah, sure. I'm th- that's what I'm thinking. Like the vehicle itself, I don't see as becoming a uh, hindrance to efficiency. But uh, other than when it gets old and you can only repair them so much and then they begin to break down more and more. And then well, and it doesn't take much to throw off the timing. You think about okay. on the highway system, you, you get uh, an accident at three o'clock in the afternoon and that can mess up traffic for hours. Yeah. So probably the same thing happens with the monorail. You know, you get you get a breakdown or some kind of delay, and all of a sudden it just snowballs. You're thrown off for the rest of the day, it seems like. Yeah. I mean, when's yeah. the last time you guys rode the monorail and it didn't stop on the track? Huh. This last trip. Did I it, loved it. Oh, so it didn't stop at all for you? Oh, no. It was awesome. That's great. What about you, Roy? Yeah. I can't remember. And we didn't ride it the last time we were at this. You know, we were there just a couple of days, but... In January, we did, and it was okay. I don't think we had any issues. Huh. Okay. Well, when I was there, we got stopped outside, leaving the, uh, let me think here, leaving the Polynesian, and starting to head around that bend, and we got stopped there, and then one of them mm-hmm. didn't have any air conditioning in it. Oh. Which was, oh, man. Yeah, that, that good. seared into my brain at that point. So, <laughs> hey, Connor thought I was going to have a heart attack, I believe. Because I pushed him up the double hill, you know, to get into the monorail. We ran right into it and sat down. And that's when I realized, uh, oh, dear, the air conditioning is not working. And the doors are shutting. I'm shut up into a uh, sweat box here. Oh, so, man. Yeah, not good. But I don't know. That was something I just happened to think about one day. Of Gee, I wonder if they redesigned them. Could they make them even more efficient? Could they make them maybe as efficient, but they would haul even more people per car load? Mm-hmm. And you have also have new air conditioning systems, heating systems. I don't know. You could do screens in them. You could do all kinds of stuff that that to try to retrofit the ones that they have now would be mm-hmm. maybe an outrageous cost to try to do that. So I, I don't know. I know uh, everybody likes the iconic look of the monorail and the way it is now. And so why fix it if no. it's not broken but at some point i'm afraid it is becoming I broken i think it is a little broken i think it i don't think it's as good as it can be right well i'm just thinking you know wow could they make it so it would carry a lot more people and yeah and not have any more air conditioning breakdowns and maybe even be able to make it so you could get rid of the drivers completely because of now with software systems that actually run and they're built for that system and everything kind of works together and I don't know. At some point, and you know, people always talk about just extending the track to the other parks, and I think that would be great. But from what I understand, to build a mile of that track is like a billion dollars now. Yeah, it's pretty pricey. Yeah, and so could you maybe even just take what you've presently got and make it, you know, so it actually carries more people? Because man, there's a lot of people riding that thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost every time I was on it the last couple of times, there was I couldn't sit down. You were standing and you were crushed in there with people. And so, yeah, I don't know. I think that there's, and they are actually concentrating on this parking and transportation between the parks. And Mm -hmm. uh, it seems like that's where their focus is at right now. um, While the other projects are going on with, you know, Avatar and now Star Wars land, Toy Story land and everything else. So they have a lot of stuff going on. There's no doubt about it. It'll be, it'll be a great park in 20 years. (laughs) <laughs> so, then they'll change it all again Yeah, by that time all the stuff that's here presently will be broken down and tattered and they'll have to gut the parks again and start over to fix all that Yep, tree of life will be leaning 
anyway. <laughs> no, anyway. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's it's it, guys. A, you're kind of a downer, man. Oh, I know. Well, I, I'm the cranky old man tonight. You were it the last time. <laughs> anyway. You're bumming me out. Yeah, that's what, that's what I'm here for, man. I'm that's here to right. bum you out. That's what we do. That's it. It's it's If it's not your turn, it's mine, Roy. <laughs> so I'll pick up your slack tonight. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, as usual, this has been fun. Everybody tell Cameron good luck for tomorrow, even though he's not going to hear it until Monday. So break a leg, Cameron. Yeah, Cameron, I hope hope you ran well. I hope you didn't tweak your knee or bust a toe or a gut or <laughs> your arm or fall on your face or anything like that. Anything. Or pass out from heat or something yeah. else. So. Yeah. Face plant. Good luck. Hopefully it's not the uh, Santa Ana winds coming in there. <laughs> really? so. Oversleep. That's probably what he'll do. Oversleep. He'll sleep through Oversleep. it all. Yeah. Missed the race. Yeah. Entirely. He said he had to be up at 3.30 in the morning. So, anyway. All right, guys. Well, hey, as usual, thanks a lot. We'll talk to you again in a week. It's always thanks fun. Thanks, all. See all right. ya. Bye-bye. Bye.